you're a regular listener to the show, you may have heard an episode recently all about band merch, about getting custom shirts made, pins, patches, stickers, everything. If you want to get that in Winnipeg and Manitoba, you should go see Scott from Divine Shirt Company. Since 2013, they've been supplying local Manitoba creatives with custom printed apparel, embroidery, digital printing, and graphic design services. So if you're in the market for new merch, why not come join the hundreds of satisfied local artists and small businesses and visit Divine Shirt Company today. You can find them on Instagram at Divine Shirts or by email at info at divineshirtcompany.ca. Hey folks, as you know, Witch Police Radio covers the Winnipeg music scene, and one of the bands that gets brought up over and over again as an influence, as an inspiration, is Propagandy. I want to introduce you to my new favorite podcast. It's called Unscripted Moments, a podcast about Propagandy, and it's hosted by two teachers in the U.S. who break down a different Propagandy song each episode. This is like an extra set of liner notes for every individual song. Hey folks, this is Monty from the band Loiter here. Just wanted to personally invite you down to the Beer Boutique at 910 Region Avenue in front of the new Best Western Premier Hotel. At Beer Boutique, we specialize in local craft beer and carry a large selection of coolers and ciders. We've also recently expanded our gluten-free options. Next time you're in the area, be sure to stop by and say hi. We love talking local brews and local tunes. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, this is uh, not a music episode. Uh, every once in a while, I kind of stray from my uh, typical path on the podcast and talk to people who are sometimes music scene adjacent, and sometimes I just like to nerd, about, nerd out about podcasts with my fellow local podcasters. And that's what this is tonight. So I, I have James Beaver on the show, who is the host of Beaver Does Movies, and I was on your show, um, I guess, if, maybe a month ago now? And so it a few weeks ago, yeah. It seemed like about time to return the favor. So uh, like, thanks for doing this. I'm glad to have you on. And no uh, I think you've been kind of a, an integral part of this little podcasting community we've set up here in the city. So it's it's always nice to talk to you, and I'm, I'm glad you're still yeah. going strong with your show, which is closing in on 100 episodes pretty soon, right? Yeah, in about probably five weeks from now, unless I have a another week off. But it's I've pretty much got everything recorded up to the 100th episode. That's awesome. That's, that's so. like a big deal, right? Because I know they always say you're supposed to do like 10 episodes or something, whatever the number is, and then you, you'll you keep going with the podcast before quitting. But 100 is like you're fully fully into it and probably yeah. not going anywhere. Uh, it, it would be a, a complete waste if I actually ended up not carrying on after 100 episodes. It would just be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're already this far in. You may as well just keep going till the wheels fall off. That's kind of how I feel sometimes too. And I'm at 500 and some. You know, oh, like, I know. Just, I just keep. I can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. But uh, pretty much, I think maybe the best way to get this uh, officially started here is for people who aren't familiar with your show. If you want to just give a bit of background about what it is you do on Beaver Does Movies, and we can take it from there. So Beaver Does Movies, it actually started at the. I always wanted to get into podcasting, and I never found a topic that would be suit me down to the ground. And it actually took me going to watch. I believe it was the bird. I was uh, at that. But Birdemic, yes. Birdemic, yeah. I was at that at the Park Theater, yeah. And I'm like, why don't I just do movies, but do the le- obscure, lesser-known movies, or just movies that are generally bad? Because I find the best kind of topics are the ones where they're absolutely terrible. Oh, for sure, yeah. Or, or just so strange and out there that you have plenty to say. You can fit a whole hour just talk about the ridiculousness of Crippled Masters, which is the episode that you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So had you always been kind of a fan of those like terrible movies beforehand? or it, did this really Pretty much. 
pretty much my first episode i did the wraith which i describe as the crow meets fast and the furious <laughs> starring charlie sheen oh wow wow yeah uh, and so that was always a movie i would see at the like the vhs rental place sure and i i would always just walk by and that's it all so i made sure that the first episode i ever did was the wraith okay okay and so from there I, I've, I've just always been into like strange movies it mainly comes from my dad my dad will try anything once especially with movies and it's kind of passed on to me because ever since i've can remember i've, I've been watching movies yeah and stuff like that and actually uh, when i do my 100th episode i'm actually having my dad on the podcast oh that's awesome does he know about and, it yet or are you gonna see? uh he does okay. he does <laughs> uh and then when i told him what movie it was i went he kind of regretted bring, uh bringing me to life sure yeah 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 because yeah. i told him what the movie was and he me went you're not my son anymore <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting and there's gonna be a lot of talk as well in that episode about what my dad means to me and getting me into movies yeah yeah so that's the whole thing I'm going into. He's like the big influence. He'd always take me to the movies and everything like that. It's kind of our main bond as well. Totally, yeah. I can I can relate for sure because my dad got me into into records, right? I mean, like exactly. my, my first record collection was really my dad's old records that he kind of just passed down to me. So and I used to go to the record store with him as a kid all the time, and that certainly sparked like me being a nerd about music. So it happens. Yeah, right? you can you can get that from a young age and get get sucked into it. Pretty much, pretty much. Does your dad listen so, to your show? Uh, I don't think he's listened to an episode. It's more of, do you know when you try and tell your parent that you're into podcasting and they kind of know but don't really? Yeah, they don't get what it is. They're like, okay. And then when I told him, it was like, all right, what have I got to do? Yeah. (laughs) And then, like I said, when I told him what the movie was, he was like, what are you doing to me? My initial idea was we were going to do The Beaver. Okay, like the Mel Gibson thing? Yes. Yeah. I've I've chose something else. Uh, actually, I'll give you an exclusive. Sure, yeah, let's hear uh, what it is. We're going to do Zombievers. Oh, nice, nice. I haven't seen that, but I, I'm aware of the title for sure, which is a so, great, great title. Yeah. So it's James Beaver, my dad Mark. So it's triple Beaver action. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's you know it's really uh, cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just uh, just general when it comes to podcasting. I try and tell my parents. That, like I try and tell my mom or my dad, and they're like, "Okay, that's nice. Are you making money off it?" I went, "No." Yeah. Went, okay. That that that's pretty much it. I was like, I, I I usually say it's a hobby. It's something I'm totally. into that that uh, helps me meet new people, talk to people, and stuff like that. So, at what point does it become more than a hobby, though, for you? Like, I mean, do, do you feel like there's ever going to be? A, I mean, obviously, if you become successful, that like you know, that's that's yeah. going to change things. But in terms of just the amount of time commitment you put into it, and the amount of time you spend thinking about it and working on it, like, yeah. is there sort of a line that you're trying not to cross as far as the amount I of try, energy? Well, that's usually why. Uh, if you noticed in my timeline, whenever if you check through my old episodes, mm-hmm. around May June, I take a month off. Uh, I find it best also to recharge my batteries because I feel if I do this, you know, 365, it's pretty much going to get boring after a while. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because it's just constant. So I, I take that month. To, I should have learned that lesson years ago, but. That's why I'm teaching you it now. Uh, so, but yeah, pretty much just, I take that time off just to regear. And as, as you notice, I changed my logo. I changed yeah, yeah. my theme song. Uh, I recently this year added a new co-host. Yeah. So I usually like to just keep it fresh, add new stuff just because 
I do get bored easy. I, this is the longest endeavor I've done without stopping. Sure. And it's just because I've been reinventing myself, just uh, doing a Bowie. If we, if yeah, yeah. This is, a, yeah. this is a music podcast, so may as well. May as well I'm drop the a, Bowie reference, yeah. I'm doing a Bowie, just constantly changing uh, stuff and just adding to it. And it, it, it helps out so much just to do that because otherwise, if I'm just doing the same things, I would have been done like 20 episodes in. Yeah, which I think happens to a lot of people, right? A lot of people, yeah. they get this great idea and they start doing it and then realize the amount of work that goes into it and just say, oh, for Pretty much. this, yeah. Yeah, like my my biggest fear is that it becomes a chore. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. Where you get up and go, oh, I've got to release this episode, and just start swearing and just begrudging it as you do it. I I never get that feeling. I've actually kind of got like a good system going for my podcast now, especially with the advent of Zoom. Yeah, uh, yeah. With the, with the, with the pandemic, uh, me and you have pretty much uh, have a similar story in that we've kind of gravitated to, towards Zoom after all this because yeah, I like it. it now. It's the better platform. It is, yeah. It is yeah. the better. I've I've done a few episodes of Skype, and it's not good. It's not good at all. I just also kind of like the the ability to do these from home because the I mean, especially with my show, I don't know how you were doing yours with guests and stuff, but I was going out to to sit in with the guests at their jam spaces or or their homes or you know basements or whatever. And half the time that would be somewhere in some far off area of the city. Take me half an hour yeah. to get there, another half hour to forty five minutes to record, another half hour to get back. And and by that time it's my entire night just kind of gone. I right? had I had three different methods. Uh, method A was uh, watch the movie separately. Yeah, and then meet at my place and record. They, or they come here, we watch the movie together, then we record. Or I bring my shit to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sucks. It does. Like, because I have quite heavy um, stuff. I have like iron pipes, as you can see yeah, on my mic. You have stand. a much more heavy duty uh, setup than I do. I have the little portable yeah. thing that I now hook up to computers and things if I need to. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah I, I would have to carry a laptop, four different mics. Yeah. Uh, like the. The stands themselves are like pretty heavy duty as well. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of work. Whereas with Zoom, I'm pretty much almost going to be exclusive to it just because it makes everything so much easier. I actually just uh, last episode had someone from New Jersey on the podcast. Oh, cool. So I've had that. I've had that benefit of Zoom. And yeah, I for the longest time I was fearing using this because I always thought there was kind of like a a bit of disconnect. I thought so too. Yeah. When when it comes up, but. With this, especially, I bought a camera during the pandemic. Yeah, and it's worked. It's worked out so much as well. Being able to see the person really helps. It's it's, yeah. it's a very different experience. Even even with my day job, like I've done some interviews for work using this method from yeah. home during the pandemic, and seeing the person in person, it's a different experience than it is just doing a phone interview. It's 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 weird how that happens, but having that face to face connection, it it's it changes the dynamic of the call. When it comes to talking on the phone, I'm often interrupting people just because i don't know when they're finishing whereas now i can look at your lips and when they stop that's my turn to talk and if i start to open them <laughs> you realize i'm about to say something yeah yeah sure oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty much it's the it's the method that's uh, tried and true totally i have yeah. to see i have to see someone otherwise i'm talking over them the entire time so i mean you've been doing this show for a long time i it's i mean yeah. i've been on it i've listened to it i'm glad you got a co-host you're, you're still constantly growing and changing yeah. When you first got into it, I mean, like for me, right, I, I, I had a background in journalism and I'm doing interviews. So that part of it was easy enough for me. The, the, the how to do a podcast part was hard. But the basic yeah. aspect of talking to someone and asking the questions, I had that 
already kind of down. But like, you don't have that kind of background. So what what was it like for you, sort of starting to do this and starting to talk to other people? Because I mean, also you're in Canada, you have an accent that might throw people. I don't think it's hard to understand you, but you know, anyone with an accent has probably experienced, you know, people saying what, what, like every ten seconds, yeah. right? So pr- I mean, pr- very much. You have that double disadvantage of you're going into it kind of cold. You're in a, you know. Yeah, like, what was that like for you? I'm also horrible at meeting people for the first time. <laughs> I am dead silent when I'm, like, when I first saw you, I yeah. didn't say a word to you at the first uh, podcast festival. Okay. I said nothing. Yeah, I, I said nothing you. to you. I don't remember you saying no. anything. No, no. No, I didn't say anything because I, I'm a bit shy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hard, hard, hard to, but when I walk up to somebody, uh, you can't shut me the fuck up. Totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Going into podcasting, I was kind of a professional podcast listener. Yeah. I would listen to like five or ten podcasts a week. And I, so you kind of get an idea of what you want to do. And then, wait, as soon, like I said, once you get that topic and you know what you're talking about and you know what to bring up, it it's easy from there. That's, sure. in my opinion, the hardest thing about podcasting. You need to know what you're talking about. And you need to make sure that it's not like a five episode thing. Because oftentimes I will hear someone give me, hey, I'm going to do this kind of podcast. Okay. And oh, five episodes later, yeah, I've got nothing left. Yeah. I've got no more ideas. Oftentimes it's, I will just interview people I know. But then what happens when you run out of people you know? Totally. Whereas with me, the movies are first and the, the guests are second. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, that, you could you could do it without with you could do it just you and a co-host or just you. You have done some of those. I mean, yeah. because the focus is on the movies rather than on who you're talking to. Yeah. Oh, solo podcasting is the hardest thing, though. Yeah, I bet I haven't tried that. Other than interviews, I mean, I've never tried just sitting there yeah. talking. Yeah. Just me, just you talking about something is tough because I usually finish the topic in ten minutes. Yeah. And then the rest of like the 20, 30 minutes of me shuffling around trying to figure, <laughs> think of other stuff to, to say. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you have it planned out, right? You, you go through it so fast. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't have anyone to bounce off. That's kind of why I got a co host. Yeah. Because it kind of spreads it out a little bit extra, too. So, how's that working with Mike? Really good. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike has another podcast, uh, Two Black Geeks. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he kind of wanted to do something less topical. And so I said, hey, uh, come aboard you laugh at my jokes so you're <laughs> perfect yeah that's a good thing to so, have around yeah for sure pretty much he's a he's a, a giggler so he's a perfect guy and am i correct in, in thinking that you knew him before the whole podcast community we were both pro wrestlers yeah okay i wanted to get into that because i have so many questions yeah. about that but okay we were, go ahead though. we were both pro wrestlers and we were part of a group together and then Mike kind of quit wrestling while I still wrestled. Yeah. And then he came back and he joined. Um, I don't know if you, if you want to bleep this, but it's the name of the company. It was called Midget Warriors Wrestling. Okay. Uh, it was so obviously a, not politically correct at, at this point. Not politically. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. But uh, he would tour with a bunch of little people. Yeah. Or all, all over the all over the country and in the states. Oh, really. Yeah, he was like touring in Texas and everything like that. He's, and then uh, he got injured and unfortunately he had to quit. Okay, uh, me, I just lost passion for wrestling. Well, the wrestling thing is interesting because, like, I think it was only like I when I was a little kid, maybe like nine, ten years old. I was interested in wrestling. We all had the action figures and that stupid plastic oh, yeah. ring and stuff. And then, like, by the time I became a teenager, it was something I had absolutely zero interest in, and it just seemed to me because I was into music and stuff, right? It was like what wrestling? Why would I like that? It's for you know, yeah. and then 
obviously people have liked that sport, whatever you would call it, uh, sports entertainment, whatever it is, for, for, yeah. for forever. Like, this hasn't stopped. There was no stopping in people being interested. But I feel like I only started noticing in my late 20s into my 30s that a yeah. lot of people I knew were into it, and some of them even did it, like, on the side as a hobby. And it, I think that's kind of, you are sort of one of those people that's like, oh, he did this too? And Stefan did yeah. it. And, like, you know, I went to college with uh, Adam Knight. And like you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known him for years. I mean, we were. I remember one of the first times I met him uh, back in two thousand and one or two or whatever it was. He was talking about being a pro wrestler, and I thought like, yeah. why are you in school if you're? Because I was thinking pro wrestler means you're a professional and you're actually getting yeah. paid for it, right? But it's it's so no, it, it's it's kind of a uh, just put it into uh, your kind of uh, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like local bands. When you think of someone in a band, you don't you think of them doing these giant concerts, but then you got these smaller bands doing like local shows, and that's pretty much the same thing for local wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I I I started training in England actually, and then I moved to Canada, and I got uh, known a couple of guys, uh, Chris uh, Dion Maxwell of uh, Not Yet Named Podcast. You see a wrestler too. Uh, he was yes. Okay, oh, another one. Yeah. But uh, when I moved when I moved to Saskatchewan, uh, that was my first destination. Yeah. Uh, he he was a radio guy there. Okay. Okay. And I got introduced to him, and he says, "Hey, uh, I know a guy in Winnipeg who uh, have you on his show." And then I got talking to him. So it's all about like who it's all about who you talk to. And then from there, I was pretty much taking a greyhound from Saskatchewan to Winnipeg uh, every month. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, and then from there, I ended up uh, stopping for a little bit because I uh, moved to Ontario. And then I was like, I miss wrestling. So I already knew some people and that's how I got to Winnipeg. Cool. Well, that's, that's interesting. Well, I think that I kind of like, again, I, I didn't grow up with it really. And I, I yeah. haven't watched it. But every time I hear anything about the local shows or see pictures from it or whatever, it definitely seems like it has that DIY aspect, which I always like yeah. about punk rock and about going to local shows and stuff like that. And there's even yeah. been some local shows of wrestling where they have like hardcore bands playing and stuff on the same yeah. bill. So there's definitely a connection there. And I, I, I definitely I, I respect it. But I just uh, I haven't been. I would probably enjoy it. I'm sure uh, going to a local one. But it hasn't. Yeah, uh, definitely rest, uh, WrestleMax by a guy named Curtis. Yeah. Uh, he he used to do a sh- show with Stefan, but I think he's on hiatus. It was a wrestling show. Uh, but he likes to have like the hardcore bands and the wrestling. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Hand in, hand in hand. And then you got uh, WPW, yep. which is uh, uh, Devin. Yeah, that's Devin right. Bray. Yeah, Devin Bray's doing uh, that. that yeah. yeah, so uh, quite, quite a few, like especially when it comes to pod, I actually kind of find it odd how a lot of people who used to wrestle have gone into podcasts. Yeah, yeah. It's a, well, I guess you have a very strong persona as a wrestler, right? Yeah. Like, that's part of it, is having this character and 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 all and obviously speaking publicly and yelling at people, yeah. right? So. Pretty, pretty much. I actually find podcasting a bit better because it allows me to spread my creative wings more. Yeah. Because with wrestling, in my opinion, you kind of have to be told what to do. Okay. And you have maybe 25% input. Whereas here... It's my show. I get to choose what what goes on my show. Yeah, I edit it. I, I have full control over it. And it's it's so refreshing and so good just to have that creative freedom because I'm I feel I'm a creative guy and I I use that to the max from my graphics, from what music I use, from what movies I choose, booking guests and everything like that. 
Yeah, well, it's, I mean, your, your show is clearly well thought out, too. I mean, you can yeah. sort of tell when you're listening to a podcast, even for the first time, you can tell pretty much right away if someone's just throwing this together in 30 minutes or if they've yeah. actually, you know, there, there's a there's an identity and there's, you know, all the yeah. bells and whistles and stuff. So, yeah. Usually, I, I prefer to go for, like, the kind of two guys after a movie having a chat. That's, yes, yeah. That's usually the, the, the pull I go. But then I kind of like to add some extra uh, stuff here and there. I like I said I've done the gauntlet, which I'm actually thinking of doing a live stream for the hundredth episode. Oh, cool! Kind of as a bonus attraction. So I, I wanted I do I do different um, stuff for the hundredth episode, not just one episode. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Well, it's so, a big deal, right? I mean, hundred episodes is a uh, lot. Like it's yeah, it is. I, I never thought it would come, but yeah. here we are. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's like, and it comes so fast too. Because I just saw you were at ninety four the other day. I'm sure you've done at least one more since then, or you have. I'm oh. sure a bunch more in the bag already, right? So I'm at ninety eight. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's cool. Um. So I guess like you know because again, as I said at the beginning, this isn't a music episode, but no, I mean, I'm I'm on the complete opposite. Right. Right. And it's cool, and that's what I like about you and your show. But like, yeah. I'm just kind of curious. I have to ask what music you grew up listening to. I mean, because, um, like, you know, everyone listens to something when they're younger and something that sticks with them. And So, like my movie taste, my music taste was pretty similar, too. Okay. Like, weird uh, and bad, or what? It, it, ra- <laughs> it, it ranges. Uh, it, it goes from rock to pop. Uh, especially in England in the 80s and yeah. 90s, there was a big reggae scene. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, and then my dad grew up as a punk, and... Uh, he was into punk and ska as well growing up. So I was listening to that. Um, my dad actually, uh, do you remember when the Sex Pistols uh, were being sued for uh, Never Mind the Bollocks? Yeah. Uh, my dad went to, I was actually. Well, I don't remember because I wasn't born yet, but yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you probably read yeah, about course, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was actually in my hometown where they had to go in because oh, nice. there was complaints. And my dad actually saw the Sex Pistols and stuff like that. He'll go to the, he'll go to all the stuff. I think he's seen the Clash live. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, with Joe Strummer and stuff like that. So, my, when it comes down to it, I pretty much love everything but country. Yeah, that hasn't you haven't living in Canada hasn't uh, switched you over to the country stuff yet. Uh, there's probably two guys I only like in country. Uh, one's like real old school Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. And right now, a guy I've been listening to is uh, Orville Peck. Yeah, yeah, okay, totally, yeah. With, I, the, with the mask I, and everything, the weird face mask. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and usually my music tastes, I kind of prefer the cinematic stuff. Okay. Something you would hear in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My playlist is just full of stuff from movies or stuff I think should be in a movie. Like it evokes some kind of feeling that would make sense on screen, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, just different uh, styles of stuff. Uh, there's a, oh, it's, what's it called? There's this, um, they do trailer music. Okay. Uh, Zoway or something like that. And they do like covers of all different songs. And that's why after, especially when I'm like walking to work, I yeah, usually yeah. play that kind of stuff. So, but uh, when it comes to music, I'm pretty much all over the place. Um, I can, pr- pr- uh, when it comes to my ear, I can enjoy most things. Uh Probably one of my top bands, though, is Queen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, I just absolutely love Queen. Great I think band. they're, yeah, great front man. And it's one of my biggest regrets is I didn't see them live. Did I, I was... Have I ever told you about when I saw the uh, the tribute band? No. I saw, this is maybe probably 15 years ago now, but I, I got uh, free tickets to see a professional Queen tribute band at the MTS Center 
and yeah. uh, which was yeah, I, I think it was still called the MTS Center. Yeah, and um, so you know, I thought, okay, well, it's free tickets. So I brought a friend of mine who was a big Queen fan, and we checked it out. And the band was like impeccable. They looked like them. They yeah. they performed the songs note for note. Like the guy was hitting all the notes and everything on the vocals, and then. As soon as he opened his mouth, so you just so you're sucked in, right? You start, you're listening to this. Yeah. It looks like them on stage it's in a big arena. They're playing the songs perfectly, and then after the song ends, the guy starts talking to the crowd, and he has this like really thick. I don't know if it was like a Slovakian accent or something, <laughs> and, and it just killed it. Like if he hadn't spoken, you could have almost felt like it was a real thing. And then as soon as he comes out, and it just like, what? <laughs> That's not what Pretty Mercury sounds like. like we were queen comrades. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah. But they, they were yeah. great. I mean, it was like they were a professional touring tribute band. It was uh, normally yeah. I wouldn't go to something like that, but it, it was good. And, and that just it was just so funny how much it sucked the life out of the room as soon as he started talking. I wonder if that happened. Remember when Journey had that um, the Filipino Asian... guy? Yeah. Well, I think it still happened, don't they? Isn't he still the singer? I've, I don't know, but every time I hear him speak normally, and then you hear him sing, yeah, 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 it, it's such a disconnect. Yeah. Well, that's what it was, yeah, disconnect with this it guy. It sounds yeah. just like the original singer. Yeah. And then you hear him and you're like, ugh. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that's not, uh, it's not, it's not the same guy, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but it's, it's interesting your, your your music background because, like, I mean, I listen, I grew up listening to the same stuff. Like, I mean, I have um, I started listening to reggae when I was a kid because my dad had tons of that. Uh, the Clash yeah. has been a band for my entire life I've listened to. All that stuff. And... I wasn't into country for a long time either, but then at some point the switch just flipped and yeah. I love country now and like a lot of it. And I, th- I think that I kind of, I think with a lot of genres of music, I, once I realized that it's just the same thing as the punk rock I grew up listening yeah. to just with a different accent, I get it more. Yeah. And I think that's what happened okay. with country. I heard a lot of this outlaw country stuff and like the really stripped down, just like a guy with an acoustic guitar and like out of tune, you know, and just like barking away about some sad thing. And it, it kind of like was like, oh, that that's what this is. This is punk rock. It's just some guy from Alabama doing it, you know? I respect that style of country more I do too. than what you, than the, the, the mainstream stuff. Every time I see the mainstream stuff, I want to rip my eyes out. No, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. It's the worst, phoniest looking shit I've seen. Well, it's pop with a, with a steel guitar and a fiddle. Like it's just pretty it's much just, yeah. It's just pop music, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. And for some reason, all the lead singers are female blondes, <laughs> or and... a bunch of cookie cutter guys that are all exactly the same clones of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they're just uh, one dance move away from being pop singers. Totally, yeah. Like in a boy band. Yeah, it basically is a boy band. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So, what's your um, all-time favorite soundtrack? Do you have one? Oh God. Um... Got to get it back to movies somehow, right? <laughs> uh. There was one. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. Talk, do you have like a few that are that are up there for you? Uh, definitely True Romance. Okay, yeah. What's what's on that? Uh, that that's my favorite uh, movie of all time. Great when movie. they do a lot of like Elvis style songs, like okay. of that area, um, like Hello Baby, fifties uh, oh, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uses a lot of that. So I'm trying to think. Um, I'll be honest, um, I'm not a fan of musicals. Uh, I, until I watched the movie, I wasn't a fan of the guy, but the Elton John Rocketman soundtrack is fantastic. And it's all his stuff, right? The whole thing. It's all his yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, and it also got me a more uh, respect for Elton John because okay. it kind of expl- explains his process. Even though he doesn't write the, the, the words, yeah. he basically gets like a, a, a book of poetry and then puts music to it yeah yeah and he does it all himself with and that's why the partnership works so with well Bernie and, Tobin, yeah. and it really conveyed it as well and he, 
uh, when I saw him live, he made sure to make mention of the uh, the writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, he paid a lot of respect to the guy. Well, and you think like, he should at this point, right? Because, I mean, the guy's oh, basically d- giving him all these hits. Like, pretty much. Not giving and, him, but contributed and, to him. And it's nice that he's still giving him the respect rather than saying, I'm the main star. Totally. He, he always makes sure to give him his props. And yeah. he gave the props to all his touring band, too. He spent a good 20 minutes just giving props to the entire band. So That's cool. Uh, yeah, I found like a newfound respect for Elton John after watching that movie and his uh, live show. Cool. So, cool. So are you... um. Are you hoping to do some live stuff with your podcast? I was actually going to until the pandemic. I know, yeah, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Four days yeah. later, I yeah. booked it, I put my down deposit on, and then guess what? COVID. We're all shutting down. I'm yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> it was the worst ever. The timing's brutal, yeah. Yeah, because I, I was like, I finally plucked up the courage. I've got the money in my hand. We made it. Yeah. And then, no. No, not allowed. It's, it's the universe telling me, hey, Stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay in your lane, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not going to happen for you. So yeah. Are you hoping to do that again, though, once, whenever everything clears up? As, as soon as that vaccine's available. Yeah. The next day I'm announcing the show. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> the next day I'm announcing it. I, I will do a live vaccination on stage <laughs> before the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Well, so. I guess like you're in a position where the, the pandemic hasn't really affected your ability to put out shows because, like we said, the Zoom yeah. thing is is making it pretty convenient to to put them together. I do admit, though, at the start, I was really worried. Yeah, yeah. Because I still had that nervousness about using online communication for sure, for sure, for uh, podcasting. Because a uh, few podcasts I listened to, their number one advice was always do it face to face. Yeah, and that was my advice before too. Because I used to think that, yeah. like, and it, it, it is, I do enjoy doing it face to face. But there, there, yeah. there are benefits to this that uh, I kind of enjoy also. Although technically, we are still doing it face to face because we can. So, but yeah, so just have like an asterisk unless you got a webcam. Yes, yeah. and then, <laughs> but but uh, and then from there, I, I initially started using my girlfriend. I did one episode with her, yeah, and yeah. then I didn't release it <laughs> just because I was like, "Yeah, this doesn't work." <laughs> so then I started um, just trying out Skype with a couple of like close friends of mine, and then from there, uh, Zoom came along, and Zoom just changed the game. Just the whole idea that you can do different audio lines, yeah, with Zoom is the reason why I use Zoom. It's such so easy because if you have a guy that's a little bit silent or has the microwave microphone away from him, you can just bump that stuff up. That's cool. And I, I really prefer that. And you also have the video just in case you want to like throw something up on your Patreon, sure. which I need which I need to do, but I'm just too lazy right now. So. Oh, that's something I forget to do all the time is add stuff to yeah. that. And I, I actually have people, like I have people, you know, every month I get at least one more person, which is awesome. Like I can't, yeah. I couldn't be happier with that. Even if someone give me a buck, it's, it's amazing, right? Like Perfect. But yeah, yeah I need to put more on there because there's... Um, yeah. I, I, I want, that's actually one of my goals is to start uh, doing more Patreon content and yeah. stuff like that. So Yeah. So what, um like... What do you have planned after 100? Is hundred is the 100th episode kind of a cutoff and then you're starting something new? Or is um, it still part of an ongoing season, I guess, or whatever you call it? It's I don't call it seasons. No. I'm, not a, I'm not a TV yeah, show. I, know. Just, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, uh, yeah, me, yeah. And, me and you, we don't agree on much, but that's yeah, the yeah. one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing we agree on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just plan to keep going. I, I, I've been looking at the Guinness World Records and I can't find 
most guests on a podcast. That would be a fun one. I really want to do where it's just me and a hundred of a guest talking about a movie. Does Zoom have a limit? Uh, I think there's a hundred. That would be that would be hilarious. I'm going to try and get as many people as possible. Yeah. Just talk about a, a, a movie and it's just everyone just talking over each other. It'd be chaos. It would be, but it'd just be, it'd just be funny. And I'll probably just release it as a video just because. Yeah, you I, need I, that I visual. You need the visual for sure. Trying to listen to that will be the hardest thing ever. It would hurt the brain. Yeah. And then I also looked up how the, like the longest. Yeah. And I think someone did a podcast for 36 hours. That's crazy. I, About I can what? Barely... What do you, how do you talk for 36 hours? Like, I, I'm wondering if they rotated people. They must have. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, like, you can't just sit there. You got to eat and like go to the washroom and stuff and sleep. Yeah. Well, if you're thick and sweaty, you just eat on, yeah. on mic. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I recently did a, a burger gauntlet where we ate uh, cheeseburgers from five different places with thick and sweaty. Oh uh, yeah, nice. nice. It, it, it was me, James Colbert, and Shane of Loose Roots Wrestling with uh, Sheena and Stefan. Yeah, and we, we we went to like five different places and. We're just eating burgers on on the mic. That's pretty awesome. So yeah, uh, it was their fiftieth episode. So cool, cool. And again, they've made the milestone too, right? They're they're still going. Yeah. Like that was kind of a thing they started on, on like on a lark, basically, right? Just because they were let's do this together. Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. And now it's turned into yeah. a thing, which is great. And and they've had so many like interesting episodes. Totally. Where, yeah. Like if you go from the beginning to to what they are now, how much has changed for them guys? So they start off just. Uh, Living, didn't they? Did they live together when they started? Or? I'm not even sure if they did yet. I think no, they, I, think I think they, they moved they in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, they ended up having a kid. They did a gender reveal. They had the baby. Yeah. It, it, and then also, COVID happened. Yep. It's so, like, in my opinion, go back and listen to Thick and Sweaty uh, from the beginning, just because it's so interesting to see how it's evolved over time. I think the funniest thing about that whole thing is that they met each other at a Witch Police live show. Exactly. Which is like, and I'm not that I'm trying to take credit for, you know, like, I mean, that has nothing to do with me, but uh, like the fact that Winnipeg is so interconnected and the podcast scene is so interconnected and you and Stefan have that wrestling background. I've known Shana for ages. Like, you know, a lot of the other podcasters I've known for a long time just or met through various other things. Like it's such a tight knit community and it's this like weird six degrees of separation that everyone has anyway. Exactly. And so it's it's cool that, that we can... I feel like I'm often meeting people who started a podcast or want to start a podcast. It's like, oh, I already know you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I met what, you. What are you doing? Just, yeah. just do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, the thing I find about um, the Manitoba podcast community is there's no backstabbing. There's no nothing. It's everybody trying to help each other. Totally. Everyone's just trying to help each other rise. If we learn about something new, we pass it on to each other. There's There's no competition. If... One of us does well, that means everyone else does well because yep. they're part of that community. And we, we boost each other up too, which I think is good. Yeah, like pretty I, much. Anytime I have the opportunity, I will recommend one of the local shows to someone. Like if someone I know wants to hear a movie podcast, I'll point them in your direction or, you yeah. know, or, or whatever. I mean, whatever the genre, there's enough different ones in Winnipeg that, that it's good to kind of... Yeah, hey. I gave you I gave you an award. That's right. It was a, it's a very prestigious award too, yeah, yeah. Worst podcast called Witch, please. Yeah, I'm very proud. <laughs> well, Hopefully I can win that again next year. You know what you should do on um, Stefan and Sheena's anniversary? You should buy them a plaque 
that says, thanks to me, you wouldn't even exist. <laughs> and it'd just be a picture of you like this. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, get it framed. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, just yeah. get it framed. And and then you should say, this should be on your mantle at all times. <laughs> I'm going to come round sporadically. Just to check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to just check, to check yeah. it. Or I, I will zoom you and you better show you better that show behind. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. That, that, you should do that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So if people are hearing about your show for the first time on this show, which I mean, I don't know if the, I don't know how much crossover there is between our audiences. Uh, there probably, probably is a, a decent amount. I mean, people who like movies tend to like music and, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, so where do they find your show? How, how can someone tune in and check out some of your past episodes or the upcoming ones? Well, the best uh, option is bbdoesmovies.com. It's a... Uh, it's the website. You have all the episodes. You also have a contact page if you want to get hold of me or if you have a suggestion. Uh, and then also in there, it's pretty much a hub for everything Beaver Does Movies. It has links to all my social and everything like that. So beaverdoesmovies.com. Cool. And then obviously they can find it on whatever podcast provider they use yeah. to, to listen to podcasts yeah. anyway. I mean, I, I, yeah, you're on the, the iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. Pretty much. Apart from Amazon Music, but apparently there's a lot of... Uh, fuckery going on right now i didn't even Apparently, know that a thing uh yeah uh i've never used it i have amazon prime but i don't use it at all but apparently a bunch of podcasters are getting false emails saying you can get your podcast on amazon music okay. even though it, it's from like amazon.gov.co.ng or something like okay, that okay okay huh. yeah i i thought fa- i actually have a question for you yeah. uh how many like weird emails do you get uh, just like <laughs> scams. Oh, all the because, time. All the time. Because we, with me and you, we kind of have to make our emails public so that people can get a hold of us. Yep. I, I swear, they, there's a guy that just goes around finding emails and just sends spam to us the entire time. Totally. There's I get tons of just guy. like some podcasts. It'll be like, hey, hey, you, you'll promote your podcast with our great tool. And then it's like, yeah. this tool costs $700. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to get you three more followers. Like, it's, yeah. Although the funniest email, like messages I've seen, is involving you, where you're getting like a bunch of paranormal stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the funniest thing ever. Especially when I I told you, I'm like, that's because you're called witch, please. It is why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't. Re- you're like, oh yes. That, that is why I'm getting this weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they think you're some kind of witch, police. I don't it's know like what an investigator of, of witchcraft or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great TV show. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah, witch, witch police. Yeah. Witch yeah. police. I should copyright this name before someone steals it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Roger, if you're listening, don't steal it. <laughs> right on. 